Podcast. It's Build a Big Podcast, marketing podcast for podcasters. This podcast all about growing your audience, making people care about your message, sliding that message in where they don't even realize that you're giving them an important message. They're having a good time. They like what you're saying. They like you and you're making money. That's what I focus on here. It's not about the tech, but sometimes we talk about tech. I'll talk a little bit about it today. This is the audio version of my newsletter. It is called Big Podcast Insider. All of the links that I talk about today, they are at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. And we're gonna run this like old school story time. Every time I go to a different page, you're gonna hear this sound. That's how you know it's time for a new story. Here's what we're gonna talk about today. We're gonna talk about why people subscribe to your podcast. Amazon, like podcasting, they've got a trust problem. We're gonna talk about what they're doing about it, what you can do about it how to build trust in relationships with smart content marketing. Also, how I got my first 2,000 subscribers. Not me, somebody else. We're gonna talk about what he did to do it. Also, a YouTube band. You've probably seen these guys, probably heard them. The partnership ended up in Supreme Court. Not in the United States Supreme Court, but the Australian Supreme Court. It's an interesting story. It's something that you want to think about if you were doing any kind of co-hosted podcast you've got any kind of business partnership around your podcast, it happens. Partnerships dissolve. It's not necessarily a bad thing. A lot of it can be prevented though. One, by going in, knowing what you want. Two, having that in writing so people are very, very clear on what they're getting into before they get into it. And three, knowing how you're going to get out of it if it doesn't work out. So I'm gonna talk a little bit more about that. First, I wanna talk about riverside.fm. If you are doing a co-hosted podcast, If you are doing interviews via your podcast, Riverside is the leading platform to record studio quality, remote podcast, and also video, not just audio. If you want to add video to it, have a social media component, YouTube, Riverside is a good platform for you to do that. It's used by over 70,000 creators, people like Gary Vee, Guy Raz, companies like Spotify, the New York Times. It records locally. It's what we call a double ender, meaning if you've got a co-host, Your part of the interview is recorded on your computer. Your co-host, whether your co-host is across town or across the country, that part of the interview is being recorded locally. When you are done, everything is uploaded. You stitch it together. You've got a great sounding podcast. You don't have to worry about those burps and uh, 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 weird things not coming through the internet as you're recording. The recording is already there and the upload happens later. It's super easy to use. You can even use it from your iPhone. And that sounds surprisingly good. So if you want to do an interview with somebody that says, I don't have a mic, iPhone is an option for you using Riverside. There's a free trial. Here's how to get it, riverside.fm. Go there, sign up for the free plan. Here is a code for you to use. Should you decide to go beyond that free plan, you want to become a member. Big podcast, B-I-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, one word, that will save you 15%. Whether you decide to save for a month, a few months, a few years, you're gonna be saving that 15%. The code again, B-I-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, one word, the tool, riverside.fm. This is why people subscribe to your podcast. Before people subscribe to your podcast, they have to trust you. How do you build this trust? That's the question. I'm gonna dive into that as we go deeper into this episode, but let me give you a couple of quickies to consider. The first is do not lie. The second, do what you say that you are going to do. These things can be combined. Dave Jackson and I were just talking, I was just a guest on the School of Podcasting podcast. 
And he talked about listening to a podcast and they promised one thing, but 20 minutes in, still haven't gotten to it. Somebody's depressed. Somebody's got family problems. They're acting like it's therapy. Hey, I thought this podcast was about blank, whatever. I didn't know that I was getting into this therapy session when I hit play. Now, look, if you call this my therapy podcast, I'd be high-fiving you. Yeah, good job, man. You're doing it. Airing out your dirty laundry in the first 20 minutes of the podcast, that's fantastic. The problem is, is when you promise one thing and deliver another. People get upset about that. If you're doing that in your podcast, it's something for you to look at because you are missing people continuing to listen to your podcast, subscribing to your podcast, having a relationship with you. I'm not telling you what to talk about or what not to talk about. All I'm saying is talk about what you say that you were going to talk about. That is why people subscribe to your podcast. So keep that in mind as we continue on this issue. Amazon, like podcasting, has a trust problem. I mentioned this because trust is important online. It's not a problem just for podcasters. And because it's a problem online, and because it's a problem for podcasters, we can flip that and also make it a big opportunity. Like I mentioned a minute ago, if you do what you say that you are going to do, that builds trust. You've got a bank of trust that you're building. So when you ask somebody to buy something, okay, he did what he said he's going to do in the past. So he's probably going to deliver on these promises that he's making right now and he wants me to pay for. That's a good sign. That trust that you built up, that's going to help you. People don't trust reviews. Do you know this? You probably do. You've been on Amazon. Buy my book, right? 101 podcast episode templates. <laughs> People don't trust reviews on Amazon and Amazon has a problem. They know that they have a problem. It's been made worse by highly organized companies that leave hundreds or even thousands of fake reviews for products on Amazon. The situation's so bad that Amazon removed a very popular headphone brand from its site entirely. I actually have some of these headphones. You know, you get on Amazon, you see headphones or other electronic gear, and it's got 10,000, 12,000 reviews. Oh man, those must be great headphones. Well, I got some of those headphones. They're still working. I've had them for a couple of years. They weren't bad headphones, but those reviews that I read, they were fake. And they removed that headphone brand from Amazon entirely. More information about this is at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Also, they're continuing efforts to crack skulls of people posting fake reviews. They filed a lawsuit against the administrators of more than 10,000 Facebook groups they feel are associated with fake review schemes. 10,000 groups. This is highly organized and it is massive. They are taking this seriously because lack of trust affects sales. If you get burnt on one of those pieces of electronic gear, and I say electronic gear, it could be anything, but electronics, a lot of times there's a huge markup on it. It's easy to replicate. You can go over to China, get yourself a factory, knock something off that's a very popular product. That's where I see this most, but it could be anything that you buy. Amazon doesn't want you to have a bad experience on their site. Let me give you a little bit more info about the behind the scenes of Amazon, about how seriously they take great customer experiences. I have a book on there right now that is available for pre-order. The date that it will become available, if nothing changes, is September 6th. There's a chance that I'm going to have to push this date back a little bit. Amazon is very clear and very specific about what I can and cannot do should I go that route. 
I can't push it back a year. Can't push it back six months. I can move it back 30 days or less, and I can only do it once. If I do not deliver by that original September 6th date, or if I push it back 30 days, let's say it's October 6th, Amazon bans me from pre-orders for a year. They take the customer experience very seriously. They do not want you to give them money and not deliver on what is promised. This goes back to the promises that you make for your podcast that I talked about just a minute ago. One, don't lie. Two, do what you say you're going to do. Obviously, these two strategies have worked for Amazon. Consider them as you do your podcast. You need to get to the point and deliver what you promise in your episodes quickly. You don't need a 20-minute intro to warm listeners up. In fact, sometimes you'll hear podcasters and they've got the one-minute intro. Welcome to the best podcast in America. Here's where we talk about thing one and thing two and what to do if thing three happens. A minute, two minutes later, hey, everybody, it's the host here. And then the host goes off into a 20-minute rant. No, don't need that. Get to the point. You can talk about the image you've done this podcast. Here's what you heard at the very beginning. Big Podcast. That, very quick, and then I come to it. Hey, it's David Hooper. You're listening to Big Podcast. So think about it. Getting to the point as quickly as possible. Don't lie and doing what you say that you're going to do. Everything that I've talked about is linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. How to build trust in relationships with smart content marketing. This is some good advice on how you can build trust with listeners, including three very specific techniques that you can start using on your next episode. The reluctant conclusion technique, the personal sacrifice approach, the Abraham Lincoln technique. I'm not going to get into that. Go to newsletter.bigpodcast.com. He will explain these various techniques to you. I'm not going to try to overwhelm you here. Here's what I'll say. You can forget the article if you want to on this. Just do what you promise and do it quickly. If it's in your title, get to that point very quickly. That alone will put you way above the trust level of most podcasters. And if you want more podcast subscribers, that is very important because as I've said, Before somebody subscribes, they've got to trust you. Let's talk more about how to get those subscribers, how I got my first 2,000 subscribers. I love the behind the scenes stories of how people have grown an audience, especially how they've added subscribers to their podcasts, newsletters, general mailing list. This is a good one. This includes info on creating original content. It talks about advertising, exactly what worked and what didn't. Cross promotions. What to do differently is starting over and what he is planning to do next. It's going to give you some great big ideas on how to grow your audience as well as some specific actions that you can take right now. I mean, immediately on your next episode to get new subscribers to your podcast. That is at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Talked about this at the very top. YouTube band's partnership ends in Supreme Court. This is a cover band that you have seen on YouTube, meaning that they're playing music by other people. That's part of what makes it interesting, though. They are so good that you see a song that you already know, and I talked about on the last episode, the sidecar episode, taking somebody who was already in motion and attaching something to the side of that. You're jumping into a conversation, an audience, publicity, 
authority, trust. You're jumping into all of those things and they have already started. You are not starting them from scratch. That's what makes these guys so compelling. They've got what I would call note for note or like the record or maybe even better than the record renditions of some very well-known songs. More than once, I've seen one song by these guys online. It just pops up. You know how YouTube is. The algorithm hits you. They know what you like. So, oh, wait a minute. Never too much, Luther Vandross? I got to see what they did with that. And then they hit me with the Doobie Brothers or ACDC or some other band. I'm like, what? (laughs) These guys are covering all sorts of stuff. What did they do with this song? That's how these guys have built an audience over the years. But there was a lot going on behind the scenes. A lot that the fans didn't see. It always seemed to me that there was one guy, kind of in the back, but you know, kind of, he seemed to be in charge, leader of the band. And coming from a music background, let me explain this to you real quick. The leader, head guy, he's making double scale, we call it. So if everybody else is making $100 an hour, the guy's putting together the charts, organizing the session, this guy's making $200 an hour. That's pretty common in music. It comes from the musicians union. It's been that way forever. The standard session guys, they show up, they do what they're told. The one guy's in charge. He's doing a lot more work than just the session. He's making twice as much. That's not uncommon. And this guy seemed to be the leader of the band. Does that sound like your podcast? One guy is doing all the work. The other guy just shows up, records the podcast, then he leaves. That's all fine and good until that guy who's just showing up thinks he is doing more than he actually is and thinks, oh, I'm the reason this is successful. These guys are making good money on YouTube. Apparently, this is in the article, about $5,000 a week. So not bad. You know, quarter million dollars a year. This guy's pretty comfortable. All he's doing every few days, every few weeks, I'm not sure how often, is putting covers up online. It's not even his music. People like me get sucked in. YouTube throws him some money. And it's that same old argument. There's a guy who started the thing. He named the thing. He organized the thing. And there are other people involved that think maybe they deserve something more. And maybe they do. I don't know. It's like that whole thing with Call Her Daddy. Remember that? Call Her Daddy. Two women. They started a podcast. One of them allegedly just shows up. One of them is doing all the work. They had a rift. They split. Now they've got two versions of Call Her Daddy. It's called something different. Sophia with an F, if you want to look that up. Call Her Daddy, Sophia with an F. That's where the second host went. And that's where you get to see who was in charge and who was really doing what. Same thing happened with this band. There are two bands now, the one that everybody was familiar with at first and the one that broke off from them. And we see this all the time. You see this in churches. I grew up United Methodist Church. United Methodist, they just had to say, hmm, are we going to split up or are we not going to? You got American Presbyterians, Presbyterian USA. I don't know. Look, we're seeing this in our political parties in the United States now. We've got Republicans. We've got Democrats. There's some kind of third party that shows up every once in a while. It happens. This is why when you go into your podcast situation, you've got to say, all right, I'm doing this. I own this. You're doing this. You own this. If this thing goes sideways, here's what I get. Here's what you get. Write it down. Do not trust that somebody's going to hear the same thing. I would tell you to do this for a marriage too. It's not because you're lying. It's simply because people hear two different things. I was at the vet today, took my cat to the vet. My wife is with me. I'm in there so we do not miss something. My cat's name is Roo, R-O-O. He, him, not a girl, sounds like a girl, 
We adopted Rue when we was 14 years old. My wife's in there with me. The vet left to get some paperwork. I told my wife, did she just say Rue was diabetic? How do we not know that? My wife says, no, she said IBD. IBD, okay, well, let's figure out what that is. <laughs> the point is that one thing can be said, it's correct, but two different people hear it two different ways. So get clear on that. Newsletter.bigpodcast.com has more information about that. Have it together before you start making money. Next thing you know, you're in the Supreme Court. Everything that I've talked about here is linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. If you go there, not only will you see it, you will be able to sign up for the email version of this newsletter, which has different commentary, different information, but it's equally important and it's super easy to read. It'll take you three to five minutes. Every Friday morning, New York time, it is delivered to your mailbox. And like the podcast itself, you can unsubscribe at any time. So don't worry about it being one of those things where you sign up and you sign up for life. Or I'm going to spread your email around to everybody and give it away or anything like that. I'm not going to do that. Look, we talked about trust here and I want to have trust from you. That starts with me being a good keeper of your email address. So if you decide to give me your email address for this newsletter to send you this newsletter every Friday morning, New York time, I am not going to give it out to anybody else. And if you say you don't want it anymore, I'm going to immediately remove you and you'll never receive it again. Deal? newsletter.bigpodcast.com. I'll see you on the next episode of Build a Big Podcast.